You're listening to The Kelly Cotrera Show. Thanks so much for being here. Our producer, Chris Creston, is the father of twins. We call them Thing 1 and Thing 2 just to retain their privacy. Um, until, But they're going to be twin influencers. So, you know, their privacy be damned. But uh, you, you say they're pretty good sleepers, right? Great sleepers. Great sleepers. The best sleepers. What are you doing? You drugging them? No, no. It's a dark, dark room, uh-huh. blackout curtains, sound machine, uh, and just hopefully peace and quiet. But they're twins, so they can kind of mess with each other a little bit. Yeah, so they I, can chat I, they, between they the yet. bars. They haven't yet. They're, uh-huh. they're honestly really good sleepers. They sleep for almost 12 hours a night. Like They're up, and they sort of look around a little bit from time to time, switch positions. But You know that because you're part, monitoring them. You're spying on them, them with the baby cam. I'm always watching all right. Well, listen, if you it's one of the parents worst worst nightmares is not being able to get the kid to sleep. Chris has done everything right. Go figure. So the kids are sleeping. But this is frightening. I was reading uh, an article that says one in five Americans have their kids under 14 on melatonin. Now, I think it's a natural product, but it's worth breaking down and finding out exactly what this does. I mean, your kid is developing, right? Dr. Reshma Amin is a director of sleep medicine at SickKids Hospital and is uh, gracious enough to join us to walk us through what melatonin is. And if it's safe for your kids, welcome to the show. No, thank you very much for having me. Okay, let's start off at the top here because I know a lot of adults have taken melatonin. I took it once because I was having trouble sleeping. I had the worst nightmares I've ever experienced in my life. And I said, never again. What is it? Yeah, so melatonin is a hormone that's naturally made in your body, and its regulation is determined by a certain um, brain center. And right from the age of about three months of age and older, we're already making high levels of melatonin at nighttime that are that are released into the body, and then these levels that are made and released fall much lower during the daytime. And sort of this pattern of having more melatonin released at nighttime and less levels released during the daytime is really this cycle that determines our circadian rhythm, which is our sleep-wake cycle. Okay, so we naturally produce this hormone. If you're giving your kid a supplement, is that going to mess with their ability or their body's ability to signal to itself, hey, start producing? Could that cause problems down the road? Yeah, it's a great, it's a great question. So melatonin and the use of melatonin by physicians is probably best known and used for its ability to help manage this circadian rhythm or this sleep-wake cycle shifting. So in jet lag or in shift workers. And um, in terms of its use to help um, promote sleep, we know a lot less about it, and we definitely don't have any long-term safety data for use of it in children. Is it uh, regulated for use in kids? Yeah, so Health Canada considers melatonin to be a natural health product, which is different than another typical medication that we're used to uh, thinking about that we get from a prescription. And because it's a natural health product, it's not regulated in the same ways that other medications are. So there's actually a Canadian study done about five years ago that actually looked at 30 different commercial products of melatonin and found that, in fact, the doses of the melatonin on the bottle vary significantly to what you're actually receiving, um, some, somewhere up to even you know, 400% more than what you think you're getting. And the other piece is that um, melatonin is not regulated for use in children in Canada for children who are less than 12 years of age uh, and under. And there's actually only two products that are regulated um, 
for older children. So really, when we're using melatonin for children, it's largely considered to be off-label. I was uh, a little bit floored when I read the stat. Nearly one in five U.S. children under the age of 14 are being given melatonin to sleep. Um, Were you shocked by that? I mean, you're the director of sleep medicine at SickKids Hospital. Yeah, I think uh, if you did a similar study in in Canada and definitely in the GTA, probably uh, the youth would reflect what we've seen in this American study that was done out of Colorado. And a lot of it is related to, you know, more and more we ask our children and our teenagers to be doing more and more with their time. And so there's more homework, there's more extracurricular activities. And then if you put an overlay on top of that in terms of all of the social media and access to digital devices, there's less and less time for sleep and there's more erratic sleep schedules. And as a result, it's difficult then to sort of fall asleep on demand. So it's not surprising that parents are reaching for sort of a supplement or a magic pill to help, um, you know, sort of melt away any kind of sleep issues there are. Okay, so what, I mean... What, what's your recommendation to parents? I mean, I think it, it sounds like uh, your producer has it, has it right. I mean, the first step with any um, child who has a sleep disorder is to think about just good old sleep hygiene. So establishing a consistent routine that includes a stable bedtime and awake time, and that's important both for, day, for weekdays and weekends. Also making sure the child and teenager has enough of an age-appropriate number of hours in bed You want to make sure they have a dark and quiet place to sleep. You want to avoid hunger, and you also want to avoid eating right before bedtime. And you want to avoid caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine, which are important things to recommend more and more for our teens. And we want a nice, we want relaxing activities before bed. So avoiding TVs and games and phones and devices and iPads. Um, and instead encouraging some kind of quiet activity before bedtime. And, you know, a lot of times those um, sleep hygiene recommendations alone will do the trick. They're not easy, but they are effective. I want to thank you for your time, doctor. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Dr. Reshima Amin is the director of sleep medicine at SickKids Hospital talking about melatonin. Look, I think you have to just realize at some point, You have to just slow everything down. Your kids are going to have good nights. Your kids are going to have bad nights. But I don't know, melatonin, it seems a little extreme to me to have a child on melatonin. But And it gives you funky dreams. Like, let me tell you, from a firsthand account, crazy nightmares. Just really bizarre. Uh, And that's the last thing you want your kid waking up screaming in the middle of the night from a nightmare. Uh, Because, you know, they're going to be sleeping in the bed with you, aren't they?